Tie your cleats and put on your shin guards because it's time for the Throw-In Podcast with your host, Ryan Sirk. Hello and welcome to the first half of episode three of the Throw-In Podcast. I'm Ryan Sirk and if you listen to the first two episodes, you'll know that this was MLS Soccer's opening weekend and there's a lot to get into in this one. My game of the week to start off with was LAFC versus the Colorado Rapids. That's one I wanted you to keep an ear out for, keep an eye on if you wanted to watch it. But, man, the Colorado Rapids did not look good. Carlos Vela, hat trick for LAFC. If you're an LAFC fan, wow, he did exactly what you're looking for. LAFC struggled last season, didn't have a great year, didn't make the playoffs. Colorado Rapids, on the other hand, number one team in the West. And now LAFC, boom, 3-0 right off the gate. It seems that the star power is going to help LAFC now, finally. Maybe they're getting it together, but Carlos Vela showed why people think he is the best player in the MLS right now. A hat-trick at any level of soccer is fantastic, and Carlos Vela did just that on opening day. That's something I'm so happy to see. I'm not an LAFC fan. In fact, I don't really like LAFC, but this is huge for the league, huge for Carlos Vela, and even even bigger for LAFC. Moving on to recap some of the other games, the Philadelphia Union tied against Minnesota United 1-1. Another game that really surprised me, I was able to watch this one, Columbus beat Vancouver 4-0. Vancouver made the playoffs last season, and Columbus just came out in their new stadium and battered them. Vancouver did not look good at all. But credit to Columbus, Pedro Santos playing left back, usually his left wing. But credit Caleb Porter for being able to bring in some guys, try some new things out, and it worked really well. 4-0 spanking is just what you want to see when you start off the season. As I mentioned, LAFC beat Colorado Rapids 3-0. And then FC Dallas drew 1-1 to Toronto FC. Here's another battering. Austin FC destroyed Cincinnati 5-0. If you listen to the other episodes of the Throw-In Podcast, you'd know that I'm not a big fan of Cincinnati just because they seem to always be at the bottom of the table. And this is no different. This is Austin FC's second season, and they came out flying 5-0. You're not going to be upset with that if you're an Austin FC fan. Moving on to the... First ever game for Charlotte FC. They took on D.C. United, and it went about as you would have expected. D.C. United came out with a victory 3-0 in that one. Moving on, Inter-Miami drew 0-0 to the Chicago Fire. And the New York Red Bulls beat San Jose Earthquakes 3-1. And the final game on Saturday, the Portland Timbers tied 2-2 versus the New England Revolution. That was also a very good game. Two very competitive teams. I could see New England Revolution winning MLS Cup, and I could see Portland Timbers meeting them there in the final out of the Western Conference. On Sunday, games were pretty similar, a bit more competitive. Orlando City beat the Montreal Impact 2-0. Atlanta United beat Sporting Kansas City 3-1. LA Galaxy beat NYCFC 1-0 with a Chicharito 90th-minute game winner. That was a fantastic goal by Chicharito, 
And both LA teams seem to have the star power intact that they're looking for. Both teams spend a lot of money in the offseason, and it's paying off well to start off the season. Houston tied 0-0 to Real Salt Lake, and the Seattle Sounders dropped one at home to Nashville SC. Overall, a really good opening weekend for MLS soccer. There were a couple of really good moments throughout the opening week in MLS. The first one I wanted to get to was Caleb Wiley. He's a defender for Atlanta United. He subbed in only 17 years old, and he got a goal. His parents were there. They bursted into tears. They were all very happy for him. I'm very happy for him. It's just great to see moments like that where everything that you've been working for at such a young age pays off, and there's only going to be more from him. He played 15 minutes, had one shot, one goal. Maybe Atlanta United is like, hey, we should play this guy more because Caleb Wiley really has a lot of potential and could potentially feature in the national team one day. He already has some appearances at the at the U20 level, and I'm sure he's only going to keep getting better and maybe make an appearance at the men's national team level. Another crazy moment that happened was in the Portland Timbers game versus the New England Revolution. There was a cross into the box, and Portland Timbers player Yimmy Chara was a little bit out of position for it, but he was able to turn around and bicycle kick it into the bottom corner. You're not in the studio with me, but I did a little recreation of it just to try and explain it the best that I could. But it was a great finish, a great goal, and I'm really happy with what I saw in MLS soccer this week. People might think it's not the highest level of soccer, but for an opening week of soccer, this is as good as you could have asked for. Hat trick, guys that are supposed to be the face of the league scoring goals, scoring very important goals, people scoring crazy goals, other guys scoring on their debuts. Just an all-around good performance from everyone that was involved over the weekend. I'm eager for Charlotte FC to get its first ever goal, but as of right now, we're going to have to wait and see. Next week, even more games. I'll get into that a little bit in the next segment, in the second half of episode three, but I just wanted to give props to the MLS and all the players, everyone involved for making it a really great weekend for me. I watched every game that I could, tuned in first half of some games, second half of others, just because of the time they were playing at the same time, but I was really happy with what I saw, and if you're new to soccer and you were able to watch this weekend, I wouldn't be surprised if you came back for more next weekend. On the second half, I'm going to talk a little bit about what's coming up for MLS soccer and a potential new signing for the Houston Dynamo. Stay with me. You're listening to The Throw-In Podcast on WMUL 88.1 FM. Hello and welcome back to the second half of The Throw-In Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sirk, and I just want to talk a little bit about this week in MLS. A lot of games on Saturday, only a couple of games on Sunday, but I'll talk a little bit about them. To start off with, the New England Revolution will take on FC Dallas at home. That game will be at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time. The next game on the schedule for MLS on Saturday. This is Saturday, March 5th. 
by the way. Toronto FC will take on the New York Red Bulls at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then Sporting Kansas City will follow that game up at 3.30 p.m. All these times at Eastern time against the Houston Dynamo. And then the Montreal Impact face the Philadelphia Union at 4 o'clock. San Jose Earthquakes face the Columbus Crew five at 5.30. Columbus Crew coming off a great performance last week, beating the Vancouver Whitecaps 4-0. And the Chicago Fire have their home opener against Orlando City. Colorado Rapids look to bounce back versus Atlanta United. And FC Cincinnati will take on D.C. United at home. That's a home opener for Cincinnati as well. Minnesota United face Nashville SC at 6 p.m. Ralph Salt Lake face Seattle Sounders at 6 p.m. The Vancouver Whitecaps look to bounce back after what I just mentioned, a 4-0 bopping versus New York City FC. And the day finishes off with Charlotte FC, the new franchise in MLS, has its home opening game versus LA Galaxy. Moving on to Sunday games. Austin FC will face Inter-Miami, and my game of the week at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, LAFC faces the Portland Timbers. I think that game is going to be a great spectacle because Carlos Vela, as I mentioned earlier, he had a hat trick last week. Portland Timbers were involved in a great game as well, the 2-2 draw. So I'm really excited to see what happens in that game. I gave a little tease in the first half of the episode about a a potential new signing for the Houston Dynamo. That signing, potentially, these are just rumors as well. I'm, I'm no expert. I don't have inside sources with the MLS, but this is what I'm hearing around the league. Atletico Madrid player, current Atletico Madrid player, Hector Herrera, is rumored to be signing with the Houston Dynamo over the summer. If you know anything about Hector Herrera or Atletico Madrid, for that matter, I'll start with Hector Herrera. He's a Mexican player. He's on the Mexican national team. He's been playing overseas for as long as I can remember. Just a quick background of his playing career. He started at Pachuca, which is a team in Mexico, and then he moved abroad in 2013 to play for FC Porto, where he had over 240 appearances for the team. He's a midfielder, doesn't score a lot of goals, but he had 35 for Porto. And after Porto, Atletico Madrid decided that they wanted to sign him in 2019. So far for Atletico Madrid, he has played 71 games and scored just one goal. As for his career on the national team, he has 96 appearances for Mexico and 10 goals. MLSsoccer.com wrote a little bit about how important this signing could be for the Houston Dynamo. They said, and I quote, Houston Dynamo has long been viewed as a sleeping giant. They call the Houston Dynamo a sleeping giant because of the population of the city, downtown location of the stadium, and the multicultural demographics of the Texan city. If you're a Mexican player and you've played at the highest level, you've played for the national team, Houston's a great place for you to live. As that article mentioned, there's a lot of people with Mexican descent that live in Houston. So bringing somebody of that stature and that caliber is going to be huge for the Houston Dynamo. 
Now a little bit of a background on Atletico Madrid. They play in the top league of Spain, and I've been following them for a long time. They're my favorite team in Spain, but just a little bit of a background on them. Right now, they're struggling a little bit on the season. They're in fifth right now behind Barcelona, Real Betis, Sevilla, and, of course, Real Madrid is at the top. But when Hector Herrera arrived, that was in 2019, and they were at the top of their game. Went to Champions League finals a couple of times before 2019 and really have had a lot of success playing in the European competition. They just never have been able to bring home the trophy. They always seem to run in to their arch rivals, Real Madrid. But bringing in a guy like Hector Herrera, who's playing in the top league, as I mentioned, this is very similar to Lorenzo Insigne. Hector Herrera is not old, 31 years old again. He, he will turn 32 before he gets here if he does go to the Houston Dynamo. But still, 32 years old, not completely past his prime. He's not 36, 37 as we've been seeing with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, David Beckham. This guy can still compete, and he's going to raise the level of MLS and potentially bring a lot of new fans to the Houston Dynamo. If the Houston Dynamo are able to secure Hector Herrera's signature over the summer, MLS fans have got to be careful with the Houston Dynamo. So that does it for the second half of the Throw-In Podcast. As always, there will be extra time in the Throw-In Podcast. Stay tuned to find out what Americans abroad are doing and what former MLS players are doing. Stay with me. You're listening to the Throw-In Podcast on WMUL 88.1 FM. Hello and welcome to Extra Time on the Throw-In Podcast. I'm Ryan Sirk, and there is a lot to get into in this section of the episode. A lot of Americans playing abroad, and a lot of them have games this weekend. Just to recap, the week in soccer overseas, Christian Pulisic, if you know Christian Pulisic, he's considered the best American soccer player at the moment. He plays for Chelsea. Unfortunately for him, him and his team lost to Liverpool in the Carabao Cup final at Wembley Stadium. Lost in penalties. Game ended 0-0. But they just couldn't get it done. Pulisic almost scored. Had a shot on target right inside the six-yard box. But the keeper made a crazy save. Sticking with Pulisic... He also had a game against Luton Town. He subbed in that game. Luton Town is in the second division of England. Chelsea was down at one point, 2-1, to one, and he subbed in. He didn't get anything credited on the stat sheet, but Chelsea ended up winning that game 3-2. to two. Moving on from Christian Pulisic, in Germany, Jonathan Brooks plays for Wolfsburg. He's a center back. He also plays for the national team. His team will visit Borussia Mönchengladbach, two teams that are fighting for a Champions League spot in Germany. Ricardo Pepe, also in Germany, his team Augsburg will face Borussia Dortmund. Borussia Dortmund is a very good team, have a lot of young players. Christian Pulisic actually came from Borussia Dortmund to Chelsea. We also have some American players playing in Spain. 
Serginho Dest and Barcelona will face off against Athletic Bilbao. Athletic Bilbao, very good team in Spain as well. They actually knocked Barcelona out of the League Cup a couple of weeks ago. And Yunus Musa, a young player, he's only 20 years old. His team, Valencia, will visit Mallorca. And Mallorca, another team with an American on it. Matthew Hoppy recently arrived at Mallorca. So it'll be interesting to see which American comes out on top. Also have a player in Italy, Gianluca Busio. He plays for Venezia. His team will visit Hellas Verona. And Weston McKinney, as we talked about last episode, is still out with an injury, but he plays for Juventus. The last league we'll cover is France, Conrad De La Fuente, and Eric Palmer-Brown could go head-to-head and League One play. League One, top division in France. A lot of American players having games over the weekend. It's gonna. I'm going to have a busy weekend. A lot of games to watch, MLS games to watch, American games to watch, and I still have to watch my favorite teams that don't have Americans on them. Also, Marshall Soccer plays over the weekend. Have to go support them. Just going to be a busy weekend all around. But I love it. A lot of soccer going on. Always enjoyable. If you were looking for the Throwing Podcast this week on 88.1 FM here in Huntington, West Virginia, you would know that it didn't air at the usual time. That's because there was a basketball game at the same time. And... Basketball will take priority over my podcast, but you can still listen to it on SoundCloud. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on SoundCloud. I should be back to normal schedule on Wednesday. Episode 4 should be released on the air on WMUL 88.1 FM from 8.30 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It will also be uploaded on SoundCloud, so you can't make it, don't worry. You can listen to it right here again. And that will do it for episode three. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Ryan Sirk. Have a great night. You listen to the Throw-In Podcast on WMUL 88.1 FM. Thank you for tuning in to the Throw-In Podcast. Be ready next week for another episode.